on today's Expert Process Podcast. The one thing that they are not getting that is hurting them and is just holding them back is the fact that this is a business. It is a business. No one cares how good your film is. It's a business. And if you are not business savvy, if you don't know how to do everything that you just eloquently laid out, your phenomenal film will sit there and collect dust. That was Floyd Marshall Jr., the founder of the Independent Film Association of Philadelphia. Floyd and I met through a film Facebook group. And that's one of the things I love about social media is the ability to bring like minds together. So stick around to find out what Floyd has to say, the valuable information that he has to share in getting your film out there into the marketplace and learning more about what to do and how to become a successful filmmaker. Stick around for part two of this interview with Floyd Marshall Jr. right after these messages. Do you know six in 10 businesses will fail within the first five years? First five years. Or 43% of Americans need a side hustle just to make ends meet? Just to make ends meet. Or that it takes 10,000 hours to master any subject? Any subject. Welcome to the Expert Process Podcast, where we cut the time to mastery in half with our seasoned pros. And now, from Atlanta, Georgia, broadcasting worldwide, here's your resident expert, Durante Smith. Happy New Year. We are now in 2020. We have just started a new year. We've just started a new decade. And I'd like to welcome you to the Roaring Twenties. Now, this is the Expert Process Podcast, and I'm your host, Durante Smith, and it's my job to interview some of the most hardworking, highly successful professionals on the planet. This show follows a 12-week online masterclass at theexpertprocess.com, where you'll learn from start to finish what it takes to make it in your industry, as the program is chock full of professional advice, resources, and even industry contacts to help you get to the next level in less than half the time. As you might expect, the masterclass changes from industry to industry every 12 weeks. Now, the podcast is your introduction. The masterclass is the blueprint, and I'm your guide. Now, buckle up and get ready for the ride. You're listening to the Expert Process Podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Airbnb. Now, if you're like me, you like to travel in comfort, style, but also economically when you can. And I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not keen on staying in someone else's home. That is until I discovered Airbnb, my friend. My very first stay was about six years ago in Santa Monica, California, ironically, during the American film market. I stayed in a beautiful home just 1.26 miles from the beach. And then there was the weekend getaway to Knoxville, which was incredible. Our hosts were top notch. They made breakfast for us. They made um, she actually made lunch, which was, I mean, insane. It was a music festival going on. So there was just great live music. Uh, We had dinner on the uh, river there at one of the local establishments, barbecue joints, and it was just a great experience. Then there was uh, Daytona that we got away for, again, for another short trip. It was about four hours down and back. 
And uh, Daytona was just, it was incredible. Great food, great weather. The beach was just beautiful. And it was the great time of year to go. So one other thing, locally here in Atlanta, we have a ton of just awesome Airbnbs. And then there's the the treehouse here, which I hope to go to very soon and take my daughter to. That's here in Atlanta that you can stay in. And it stays booked out, I think, six months out in advance. So that's one you definitely want to put on your list. Now, I'm a believer in crowd sharing and the disruptor industry. And I love, love, love me some Airbnb. So do yourself a favor and try it out. You can use my promo code to save $55 off your first adventure. Just go to bit.ly forward slash expert process Airbnb. Again, that's bit.ly bit.ly forward slash expert process Airbnb for your getaway or staycation today. Your film is composed of a team of people, what you mentioned earlier. You have all the people below the line that you rarely see get the credit. It's always Mm -hmm. above the line that the producers and the writer and the director and cinematographer, it's all those people you see really get the credit and the show. But it's all those folks, man, that litany of other, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 individuals that are below the line. They don't get the notoriety, but in reality, the film doesn't get done without them. Absolutely. And for your audience, I'm going to point out two things that Durante said, and I want y'all, if you didn't hear, I'm going to repeat what he said because I really want you guys to internalize what he said. The first thing was his budget started out at $2.5 million, and he made the film for $20,000. Let me repeat that, $2.5 million, and it was made for $20,000, and it got done, and it was successful. So it's not always about the amount of money, but it's what you do with the money you have. If you have $2.5 million and you don't know what to do with it, you could have $20,000 and it wouldn't make a difference because the 2.5, you don't know what to do with it. Going back to the business. See, folks, you got to know what you're doing. The second thing that he said, which really resonated because I've heard this before, when you were talking about the fact that you were gun shy about putting out this podcast because you said that there were people putting this out. And I'm going to share something with you that Ed Milet said, because I listen to Ed Milet quite a bit. He's a personal development guy. And he said, you should never be afraid to do something because someone else has done it before. And here's why. Because they haven't put your spin on it. Right. They haven't put your spin on it. And you can ride down the street. I'm sure you can ride down the street in Atlanta and see five rib joints. It's a rib, but you got five different rib joints. So for people that are listening, thinking that, well, I I have something that I want to do, but someone else has done it. But guess what? They haven't done it the way you could do it. They haven't done it the way you could do it. There are plenty of cars driving, riding around on the road, but they they don't all ride the same. But they're all cars. They're all cars, you know? So you're absolutely right. Good stuff, man. (laughs) <laughs> no, I appreciate that, man. So, Floyd, let me ask you this. What is sure. it that you would tell folks? Because, you know, you shape the landscape when it comes to films that are able to enter the marketplace. 
So what mm-hmm. is it that you tell these filmmakers? Number one, one of the biggest pitfalls that they can avoid. And then two, how can they have the best odds at success in getting into a festival and securing audiences for their screens? Because that is the other thing. Just because you, you got into a festival, yours is a little bit different. Right. But in most, they get into a festival, but you still have to have an audience for your screening or, you know, I mean, heck, man, <laughs> your movie doesn't get seen. Right. Woo, boy, that's a toughie. And that's something that I struggle with with these filmmakers. Um, we're back to business, marketing. If your film gets selected, then it's up to you. Now, we'll do our part because we're going to push it as much as we can. But it's your film. So it's up to you to do your social media blasts. Um, you could be really strategic about that. They have apps out that you can actually time your posts to be the most effective. That's, that's definitely one way. Um, another way that they can actually market their film is to actually go on podcasts or internet radio shows within that community to let people know, hey, you know, I'm coming. And actually, my friends, Lanye and Peyton Perrine, they're originally from Philadelphia. They moved out to Los Angeles. They're doing phenomenally well. And their web series was in our award show, Funny Mary Stuff. It actually won. Phenomenal. It was up for Emmy consideration. They had an entire publicity tour for coming to Philly. They had press. They had everything. So they did the legwork, and they had the biggest audience. And as far as pitfalls are concerned with films, I cannot stress enough that your film must have production value. It can't just have production value to you. It really can't. It can't have production value to your friends. It has to be something that when people see it, you know, they're like, hey, that's something that I can really get into. But I find that the biggest detriment to films getting into film festivals is the quality of the film. And the biggest culprit is sound. You're listening to the Expert Process Podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. Hello? Daddy, Mike come in. Sure. What's up, sweetie? I just want to say thank you to all your listeners who support my entrepreneurial endeavors. Ooh, nice vocabulary. <laughs> it just means business, Daddy. Oh, I know. Well, thanks to everyone who supports my business. That's awesome. And you can find me at All Things Madison or ThirstyLittleDiva.me. And your motto? We love you just the way you are. Oh, Maddie, that's so sweet. <laughs> oh, Daddy. Too cute. Now back to the show. Oh my God. Sound, sound. <laughs> Filmmakers out there, are you listening to me? I don't care if you have a $10,000 budget for your film. 6000 of it needs to go to your sound. And I am being very serious. Yes. Bad sound will destroy your film. Now, I've been married for 31 years. When I first got into it, she was like, what the hell are you doing? You've never, but I've gotten her to a point because when you sit down and watch enough films, after a while, they start sitting there watching them with you. Right. You point things out, right? So it's to the point now, Durante, that if we're sitting there watching a film, she'll look at me and she said, did you see that? Did you hear that? 
Now, folks, this is someone that's not in the business, but she's been exposed, you know, because she, she studies the films right along with me because we're sitting in and watching it, and she can hear that. So if you're handing your film to a professional who does this all the time and your sound is not right, guess what, folks? They're not watching your movie. They're listening to that bad sound. It just drowns everything else out. I don't care how good the plot is. I don't care how good the, the picture is. If you got it color corrected, the only thing that they can hear is what they shouldn't be hearing. If you can hear something in a movie besides what you're supposed to be hearing, you have a problem. So get you a sound designer. Don't get your best friend that does it on the side. Get you a sound designer. Invest in your sound. Invest in a person that does a good score. Don't go on iTunes and just get something and then just slap it on the film. Hire you a composer. Work with people and they'll work with you. But make the best film you can possibly make and you'll be fine. But if I'm giving any advice today, please hire you a reputable sound designer with a resume and references. That's what basically keeps a film out of a film festival. And sometimes, you know what, it's just not enough slots for films. I've actually had to turn away films because there just wasn't enough slots. And you're sitting there like, oh, my gosh. And I've actually emailed the filmmaker, man, there wasn't nothing wrong with the film. Your film was phenomenal. And sometimes what we end up doing is we ended up showing it at our other showcases. Okay. You know? So, yeah, so, you know, sometimes it's not, the, it's not the film. It's just, you know, it might have been two minutes too long, which is another thing. Short films, 20 minutes, if you can do it. Because a lot of film festivals, they have film blocks, right? And usually their maximum is 20 minutes. So if you have a 25-minute film, you know, even before you start shooting, look at your script. Any dialogue that you can get rid of that is not relevant or that you can do without and, you know, your story will still move along, get rid of it. Because we've run into that. A film is 23 minutes long. And you're like, what? Mm. We're, we're running out of space, so we got to pass. Mm. So, yeah, that would be the things that I would uh, that I would say to filmmakers. With this being the start of 2020, with all the new technology out there, with all the technological advances, with all the platforms and apps and all this other stuff, cats are shooting on their iPhones and tablets, right. everything, man. I mean, it, it's the wild, wild west right now. But with all of that, what would you say are some of the best and biggest and brightest opportunities that you're seeing in the marketplace as it currently exists, but, you know, where it's headed? Oh, my gosh. You know what? With all of that you just said, it is just so wide open. I mean, you could basically send your film anywhere. The opportunities for filmmakers are only as big as what they want for themselves. Mm. You know, say, say that again. Say that again. I, I I need to hear that again, man. So the opportunity for filmmakers is only as big as what they can see for themselves. I might have loved that a little bit, but it's the truth. The market is so open. You can go so many places. Your film can be seen in, in so many different corners of the world that the sky is the limit. But we're going back to the business side of it. You have to be someone that is going to put in the work. 
You're listening to the Expert Process Podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. A quick reminder, if you haven't signed up for the free webinar yet, pause what you're doing, open a new window on your phone or computer, go to theexpertprocess.com and join now. You can thank me later. Now, back to the show. You know what? This is the perfect example. There's a gentleman by the name of Joe Dane, and he's a distributor, pretty fair one. And he put up a post today on Facebook, and he was talking about a film that got dropped from Amazon. Because, folks, as you know, with the beginning of the year, Amazon changed the way they do things on their website as far as film on Amazon Prime. It's the way films are set up. So if your film's not doing well, they will drop your film. With that, they dropped this film. And he went on to explain the reason why they dropped it. The filmmakers weren't doing the work, letting people know that the film was out there. They weren't telling people to, you know, write reviews because reviews and all of that stuff goes into your algorithms. And the better your algorithms, the more eyes are on your film. If you're a filmmaker and you have a film, it behooves you to become a marketing genius. Right. There you go. It's not just about making a film, folks. There are so many aspects of what it takes for your film to be successful. And, you know, now he didn't name the film, but he said it was somebody from Sundance. They had main actors in this film. And Amazon dropped that film from the platform because there was nobody watching it. Oh, I'm going to tell you something. I have had that exact experience. This is, uh, this is recent. Mm-hmm. This is maybe within the last four months. No, not mm-hmm. even within the last two months. So that change happened before the end of the year. What they did in my case was they said, well, for whatever reason, the video wasn't meeting their new upgraded specs, right? So yes. what they did is they took it off, and they did not give me any notice. Now, they may have sent me a notice wow. maybe like a couple of months before that, but I get so many freaking emails, man. You know, you just right. it slipped through the cracks, right? It wasn't mm-hmm. until I got a notice from somebody that went to go and play the video. They were like, hey, man. You said your movie's on Amazon Prime, but I can't find it. Well, it's there, but I can't access it. I was like, huh? So right. I went and did the research. I was like, well, I'll be doggone, man. So now I'm having to go back in and retool mm-hmm. the uh, format that it's on <laughs> to resubmit it to get it reapproved, whereas before yeah. it was such a simple process. Now it's not like that, man. Now the actual approval process is about two weeks. So you're right. You're exactly right, man. I mean, and then, like you said, it's not just, getting it on there, not anymore. Mm-hmm. Now it's, it has to have a certain level of performance because there's so much in the market space that they say, that's, you know what, we can be pickier now, you know? Yeah, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're pushing out the lower quality films. Right. They're pushing, folks, listen to me. They're pushing out the lower quality films. So if you think that you're just going to make something and throw it up on Amazon Prime the way, you know, you could probably do it in the past because – uh, from my understanding, all you basically had to do was upload your film. To, well, you can't do that anymore. With everything that happened, um, I don't know if you're familiar with what's going on with the stripper because a lot of yep. films. Stripper, yep. Yo, it's, well, it's crazy. So with all of that mayhem going on, Amazon is basically like, okay, well, you know, the climate is changing, so, you know, we can change as well. And that's exactly what they're doing. So now you have all of these filmmakers like, oh, snap, so where does that leave me? Well, you got to do the work. You cannot get around it. Folks, you can't get around it. 
There is no way around doing the work. If you are a filmmaker and you want to be serious about this, you're going to have to put in some work. That's just the bottom line, you know. So especially if you want people to see your stuff. Here's the thing that I've learned in talking with a lot of these different distributor relationships, Mm -hmm. these buyer relationships and stuff like that, especially as it pertains to the podcast, especially as it pertains to the the masterclass and whatnot. And then to digress again one moment, I went out to the American film market twice, two years back to back. Mm -hmm. And that's where I've made a lot of these contacts and gained a lot Mm -hmm. of these resources from being there and networking, which is, again, that's something we haven't talked about, but that's something you have to do as well. You have to network in order to be able to get out there, you know, create that opportunity for yourself. This is really all a hand-in-hand type of thing. It's a very strategic thing to do if you want to be successful. But um, one of the things that I gathered from just talking with all these different distributors and buyers and sales agents and folks like that, yes, the market is constricting a bit. And what's happening is, I'll say it like this, the buying market is constricting, meaning that they're trying to improve the type of films and shows and webisodes and all this other stuff that they're getting, right? They're trying to improve that because the market is so flush with so much crap that they're like, okay, the market is actually saturated. There's never been a better time to be a filmmaker, but there's never been a worse time to be a filmmaker. You're listening to the Expert Process Podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. Recently, I read an article about student enrollment in traditional colleges is way down and online course enrollment is through the roof. With podcasts like this, you not only get free developmental information, you also get access to resources you wouldn't have otherwise. But if you really want to take your film game to the next level, you should consider taking my online masterclass. It's 42 online video modules for more than 50 hours of self-study, complete with a full suite of resources. It's also live coaching and instruction from me and other industry professionals. People say, but Durante, why are you doing this? And I tell them, it's just my way of giving back. So if you're serious about wanting to level up your film game, register for the free informational webinar today at theexpertprocess.com. Again, If you want to write a script, make a movie, sell a movie, or just learn how to get into the industry, this webinar is for you. I want to keep the groups fairly small. So sign up today because space is truly limited. Go to theexpertprocess.com and register today. Now on to the show. Right. So the market is constricting, but if you understand how the market is moving, if you understand business, number one, you understand how the market's moving, then you also realize for you that provides a bigger opportunity because you know more than most. That's what my aim is to say, you know what, I've studied MIPCOM. People don't even know what MIPCOM is. I've studied MIPCOM. I've studied the con market. I've studied the American film market. I've studied these different markets, right? I can tell you how to go in there, how to take your film and how they work. You mentioned a while ago um, that the film festivals work in blocks. So do all the programmers. So you can mm-hmm. take... There's a guy I know in Texas. He has a really nice studio. Now, I'll say nice studio. I'm not talking about like a $100,000 studio. This guy's studio is probably $20 or $30 million. You know, he's a ranch and the whole nine. He's down in uh, Austin. He's told me how he went about building his studio out. 
And basically what he did is they created an episodic series. So let's say the series was like maybe 15 episodes. He took mm-hmm. those 15 episodes and then he sold them. But <laughs> here's the kicker, man. He didn't sell them like the way you would think. He didn't sell them to Netflix. He didn't sell them to NBC or something like that. No, what he did is he went and networked and got relationships with these different programmers around the globe. And these mm-hmm. programmers will in turn, let's say they'll buy your property because they need a block of content that is, let's say, 10 hours long or, let's mm-hmm. say, 20 hours long, right? So you've got this episodic TV series that's an hour long, 15 episodes, that's 15 hours, right? So they say, okay, well, this block is a 15-hour block. That has a value to us of, let's say, $50,000. But understand that you're talking about if you have 10 buyers at $50,000 a pop, well, how much money is that to you? So a lot of money. Yeah, so that's how he grew it. And so he took that first wave of money that came in, turned around and did two more shows, went back to those same buyers, expanded. Next thing you know, within three, four, five years, he's got $5 million he stacked up. In turns, putting money back into, he buys the property, does this, does that. He's explaining all this stuff to me. I'm like, huh, yeah, man. He's like, you'll never see any of my stuff. You know, my stuff is showing in the Ukraine or showing in, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's showing it in Austria or it's showing... I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, man, you'll never see it. But I don't care. You know, my relationships now, they're paying me a hundred thousand an episode. You know, wow. and he's like and he retains his rights, right? So he's only selling wow. his rights that one territory. Well, he's taking wow. those rights and he's selling them into all these other markets. So wow. it's it's understanding the business. It's understanding how mm-hmm. those moves are made, right? And that's that is my biggest thing, is like, okay, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, there's no, there's no opportunity for. Yeah, okay, true. There's not any opportunity for you. Now, I'm not talking about you. But I'm talking about like folks that have that mindset. You know, it's like right. there's no opportunity for you because you don't see mm-hmm. it. You don't take the right. time to educate yourself. You don't take the time mm-hmm. to invest in yourself because that's yep. what this is. This is an investment in yourself, whether it be your time, energy, your money. It is an investment in yourself. You know. So now again, man, you and I are on the same page. You're preaching to the choir. But you might, <laughs> but you might preach just a slightly different message, you know, because you're coming in from a different angle. Yeah, but you're right, and you know that's something I post all the time. Why would you expect someone to invest in you when you haven't invested in yourself? And that's basically what Mario Van Peebles said to you. So you yes. expect somebody to give you twenty million dollars when you won't even put up five thousand of your own money? That's Are right. you crazy? So you have no skin in the game. No skin in the game. You that's have exactly no right. skin in the game but you want me to put all my money in and you haven't sacrificed anything, but you're asking me to write you a check. And that's what people need to understand. No one. And you know what? That's what, when I first started this and my wife said to me, nobody know you who want to invest in you. I'm feelings, but it was the truth because mm. oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Okay. But what do you have to show an investor that will make them say, man, I'm definitely getting ready to write Floyd a check. Woo, I can't wait. You know, honey, go get my checkbook. Nobody's going to do that. And especially in this day and age, right? it is hard for studio people to get money if they're not writing something with Batman or Superman in it. So as an independent filmmaker, if you're expecting people to just open up the checkbook and you have no content, or if you've done nothing, that's, that's crazy. And it's funny that the gentleman that you just talked about, I was listening to this podcast with Alex Ferrari, and he had this gentleman on, and the guy was talking about the blue sea and the red sea. 
Yes, and lazy recipe. <laughs> so they, then I don't have to go into the story. That's right. Because you know exactly what I'm talking about, and that's exactly what that dude did. He did the blue sea. I was like, wow. You're listening to the Expert Process Podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. A quick reminder, if you haven't signed up for the free webinar yet, pause what you're doing, open a new window on your phone or computer, go to theexpertprocess.com and join now. You can thank me later. Now, back to the show. The blue sea, all that means is you're creating your lane. And uh, when I say creating your lane, folks, what we mean is you're finding your niche. Because understand everything's saturated. I don't care what it is, man. Everything's saturated now, you know. But there's still an opportunity to find your niche. So whatever your thing is, you can do your thing in your lane, but you have to carve that out. And that's what requires the work. It requires a ton of work, but it's manageable. And the other thing is, you mentioned it earlier, you can have a sustainable career in filmmaking, but Mm -hmm. you also have to be realistic. I think that's really what all this is coming down to is just, a matter of being realistic about your approach, realistic about what your budget is, realistic about what your resources are. And if you know you don't have those things, then do what you have to do to put yourself in a position to acquire those things. That's one of my biggest things, man. Like I said, that's what this whole thing about is for me. The podcast is free. Podcast doesn't cost anything, but you still have to go and download the app. You still have to go and yeah. <laughs> you still have to go and click it and listen to the podcast. Somebody's going to take your time and make you listen to it. <laughs> So, I mean, that's free. That's free information. That's free advice. When these cats are listening to you right now, at the end of the show, you're going to tell them how to get in contact with you. Well, if you want to submit your movie, you want to submit your webisode, your web series, or whatever it is to your organization, your film festival, they'll know how to do it. But again, it's as you said, there are things that they have to do. There are guidelines they have to meet in order to qualify, in order to advance to the next stage. And if they're not willing to do that, then that's their loss, man. We can't take them any farther than that. You got that right. Yeah. And you know what? If filmmakers are listening, if you are not doing something every single day to educate yourself, if you have a cell phone and you haven't downloaded multiple film podcasts, if you haven't downloaded multiple personal development podcasts that, you know, and you're not reading books all the time, you're doing yourself a disservice. You really are. I mean, it's an extremely hard business. The personal development helps a heck of a lot with that because, as you know, you get tons and tons of nodes. So the personal development aspect of it, and I'm, I'm very big on that now, it really helps you to deal and cope with that and look at things from a a different perspective when you're listening to and you're reading about people that are extremely successful, but they didn't start out that way. They had to work to get there. Exactly. That's exactly it, man. That's why I listen to a lot of the personal development. And as far as the film side of it is concerned, if you're not listening to film podcasts, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. There's not a day that goes by that I'm not listening to something dealing with independent film because the landscape is changing so quickly and so drastically that if you're not keeping up with what's going on, you will be left standing out in the cold and you're going to be standing there like, well, what happened? That's your fault. Look at it this way. You are your business. And in order for your business to succeed, you have to work at it. So if you want a succeeding or successful, thriving business, you got to put in the work. But if you don't, if you don't want a, a successful and thriving business, then continue doing what you're doing. I mean, not saying that you're not doing certain things, but, you know, mm. you should always be doing more. And 
you should always be uncomfortable. If I'm talking to comfortable filmmakers right now, you are doing something wrong. The exception to that, unless you're established. If you're Ava DuVernay, she's comfortable, but oh, guess shit. what? She's established. Yeah. She put the time in. But she yeah. wasn't there when she first started. Absolutely. Uh, there's a lady that I had on one of the podcasts, and she broke it down. She's like, people don't even realize, Ava, she started with a documentary. I didn't know that. Yep. Nobody knew who she was, mm-hmm. you know? She put, you know, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 behind a documentary. That's how she got her start. And because she had that, then that was the thing that got her to the next thing. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing that folks have to understand. This entire game is about getting to the next step. So they go to your film festival. They get out of the film festival. What is it? They win an award. Is that it? Is that the end all be all? Of course not. It's to get you to that next step, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's really what it is, man. This whole thing is about going to the next step. And that said, Floyd, I want to thank you for all the information that you've given, man, all of the knowledge, the advice, the encouragement, and honestly, you know, a little bit of a kick in the nuts for some of these folks, man, because, you know, just real talk, man, it is a hard mm-hmm. industry to crack the nut, but yeah. it can be done. It can be done, but you have to take the initiative, you have to have the motivation, Absolutely. you have to have the tenacity, and you have to have the gumption because a big chunk of it is, like you said, there's, it's all no's. I mean, you get 90% no's. You will get that 10% of yeses. Maybe not even that much. Maybe 5%. Man, you get 10% of yes. Well, you're doing good. I need to fly to Atlanta and see what you're doing. I might have exaggerated. You're listening to the Expert Process Podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. I want to share something with you guys. Most of you probably don't know I'm a single parent of a beautiful seven-year-old little girl. I won't go into details about really any of that because it's not relevant. But as a single parent, a single dad with a vision to mold his daughter's outlook, I set her down. And we discussed how she could build her own brand, develop her own TV shows, as really it's a new day. She can do what she wants to do. So we just released our first few pieces of her apparel brand, Madison Lauren. And we're launching her YouTube channel next week. You do realize you can play YouTube through your television set, through your smart TV app, Roku, or really any other set-top device now, right? So in an effort to support my seven-year-old aspiring model, aspiring filmmaker, aspiring chef, and aspiring climate activist, I ask you to follow her at Madison Lauren Apparel and Accessories on Facebook or visit her website for great gift ideas at Thrifty Lil Diva, that's T-H-R-I-F-T-Y-L-I-L-D-I-V-A dot me. So again, that's Madison Lauren Apparel and Accessories on Facebook or Thrifty Lil Diva, that's T-H-R-I-F-T-Y-L-I-L-D-I-V-A dot me. Thrifty Lil Diva dot me. Okay, Madison, what's your motto? We love you just the way you are. (laughs) They grow up so fast. Oh, daddy. (laughs) Now back to the show. But that said, that's 95% no's. And you have to develop the thick skin. You have to have... The fortitude to say, you know what, I realize that's just a no. That does not yeah. mean that's the end of my journey. Mm-hmm. So, Floyd, with that said, man, uh, let these folks know where they can go and they can find your festival, 
where they can find your organization, whatever it is that you want them to know. Give them the URL, the website, and, uh, yeah, let's leave them with that and whatever tidbit of information you want to close with. Well, if you are looking for our festival for 2021, it's the IFAP, that's I-F-A-P as in Paul, Awards on Film Freeway, and our website is ifapawards.com. It's all one word, ifapawards.com. If you're interested in submitting your film to the Film Collective, once again, we're on Film Freeway. Just look up the Film Collective, and we would love to see your shorts, your short docs, your web series, whatever you're working with. We're all about independent film. That's our thing. Everything else, you can just basically find me on Facebook. The Independent Film Association of Philadelphia is on Facebook. The ISAP Awards is on Facebook. Floyd Marshall's on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm everywhere, man. If you Google me, I pop up everywhere. But if I were to leave people with anything, it would be to just keep going. Uh, the end of this year was uh, really hard, but you just have to keep going because sometimes you're going to have to take three steps back to take five steps forward. That's the way this business works. The end game is not a straight road. It's basically a lot of squiggly lines. In order for you to get to your destination, you're going to go sideways, you're going to go forward, you're going to go back, you know, you're going to get knocked down. It is inevitable. I've had some real tough breaks this year, but you know what? That's part of the process. That's part of the business. And don't ever let adversity or someone telling you no stop you. For me, no means not right now. Right. That's how I look at no. Folks, remember that. Not right now. It just might not be the right time, but that doesn't mean that you get to fold the tent. It's 2020. If you're going to be serious about it, then be about it. Look, you're in a business that's crazy in and of itself. Yes. So why stop halfway? <laughs> you know, it's too, I mean, really, it's too late now. You know, Drake, too late. Too late. Too late. You know what I'm saying? So you might as well go all in. So, folks, please go all in this year. Go all in. If you have that script that you want to turn into a film, get you some good people that believe in you, that are better than you, that can teach you some things, and get that thing done. Work with what you have. If you only got three Gs, then work within that three grand limit. Man, put some content out there. Go do it. That's it, Floyd. You hit the nail on the head, man. It's, 2020 is about execution. It's about doing it, getting it done. Get it done, but have a strategy. You know, get it yes. done to have a strategy. It's not just doing it, I think we established, but yes. it's having a strategy. And again, tune into the podcast, follow the different folks on uh, online and, and the different groups like the support groups like the you and I belong to, you know, things like mm -hmm. that, man. You can do the search on Facebook and you can find plenty of support groups for filmmakers or for writers or for producers or whatever it is that you want to get into. But take the time to get the knowledge and find out where those opportunities exist for you because your thing is not going to be my thing and my thing is not going to be yours, you know? So on that note, Floyd, thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate it. And in the meantime, Absolutely. folks, you guys, make sure you go Google Floyd Marshall Jr. for any of his social media handles and then go to the ifapawards.com. That's ifapawards.com. And then you can go to IFAP Awards on 
Film Freeway as well as the Film Collective to get your stuff over to Floyd and get your stuff seen up there in the Philly market. That was Floyd Marshall Jr., founder of the Independent Film Association of Philadelphia Film Awards, or also known as the IFAP Film Awards. A big thanks to my friend Floyd for coming on the show. To learn more, you can find Floyd at ifapfilmawards.com. And a special thank you to you, my listener, for following along with us at the Expert Process Podcast. Please bear with us as we continue to grow and fine-tune the podcast. In the meantime, feel free to reach out with any suggestions, show ideas, or guest referrals. You can email me at smith.durante at gmail.com. Again, that's smith.durante, D-E-R-O-N-T-E at gmail.com. And as always, love, peace, and fish grease. And I'm out. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. For only the best show notes, links, classes, and more, go to theexpertprocess.com or follow us on Facebook at The Expert Process or hit us up on Instagram at The Expert Process. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review, subscribe, and share.